racetracks around Australia. Here's Inside Motorsport. Hello and welcome for another week. We catch up with Neville Wilkinson, Todd Wanless and last year's AMP 1000 winner, Jeff Brabham, as we get set for the two-week countdown to the AMP 1000. Ravel Steering is Canberra's longest established steering and suspension specialist. With their experience, there are no better people to turn to for shock absorbers, TRW tie rod ends and ball joints, polyurethane suspension bushes, and the famous King Springs. Ravel Steering offer a range of wheel alignment and balancing, so call today to find out why your vehicle's steering and suspension can be maintained or improved by Ravel Steering. 28 Mort Street, Braddon, phone 6247 7711. Neville Wilkinson changes once again a foot at the Calder Park Thunderdome. Oh yes, good evening everybody. Yes, it looks like they've uh, changed the format slightly for uh, practice and qualifying at the Thunderdome. That's like, like the biggest changes. It's looking like that uh, they're trying to go for a one day, get everything out of the way um, in one day with practice and qualifying and everything and the racing obviously. And um, first of all, I'm hearing rumours that there's going to be a 10-20 minute practice session for the guys that set their cars up. And then... Um, uh, qualifying is a whole new, uh, well, that's a whole new ball game. Instead of the one lap, uh, quali- or sorry, the two lap qualifying with uh, the car, one car at a time, it looks like it's an all in brawl with everybody. And um, they got uh, 10, 15 minutes to, or 10, 20 minutes to do a qualifying lap, and they've only got a certain amount of laps. It's like the uh, um, the Grand Prix cars of uh, a couple of years ago where they're only allowed to do eight laps to qualify. Well, this is a pretty major rejig on top of uh, already going back to Sunday racing over the uh, Saturday night format. There's a couple of factors. I mean, obviously cost, the one factor. I mean, for the Thunderdome only to have the track open officially with uh, employing everybody in canteens and stuff for one day, then obviously it makes uh, good sense in that regard. Uh, the cut of cost, but also they're probably trying to put on a bit of show for the fans. I mean, it could it could make qualifying really interesting to have all their cars out there and and they've got 15 laps or 10 or 15 laps uh, all up to do a qualifying lap. It actually gives the guys can work up to a hot lap really quick, and um, it could be quite interesting. Todd Wanless, the uh, former 1995-96 sprint car champion, has uh, stepped up from being a NASCAR driver to a NASCAR team owner and operator. He joins us on the line now. Congratulations. Yeah, thanks, Craig. And I'd, I'd rather be a, a driver than an owner. Is um, is always plenty of fires to put out. Also know that uh, you did enjoy a few races last year at the end of the season. Uh, how have you found NASCAR racing up against sprint car racing? In the past, uh, a few sprint car guys have managed to make that transition quite successfully. I think it's going to be a great, uh, just listening before, it, it, with the new format of uh, Calder, it, that's really going to help the, the whole uh, system, I think, because you get there for three days and you, you use you know heaps of tyres and heaps of practice and you're really only racing at the night time so that's when you really need to practice and I, I agree with the one day format. One thing it does is bring the accommodation costs down and the travelling costs for you and your team. Yeah that, that's definitely a, um, a telling factor. I'm pretty lucky because my team is all based in Melbourne at the moment so that, 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 I'm pretty lucky that way. The oh, only thing uh, I don't really agree with with the new system is all the cars I, I still believe in the NASCAR format of having two fast flying laps by yourself, like tradition, I'm, I'm definitely a traditionalist. 
Todd. A um, couple of questions about the team. I understand you, you bought the team lock, stock and barrel off uh, Don Molstead. I understood you only really bought it for the cars. You, you were going to on-sell some of the other equipment that you did have along purchased along with the team. First, what are your plans in exactly with the equipment? And also, who's going to be your crew chief and look after the cars and prepare it for you down here in Melbourne? I'm pretty lucky because Les Moore and Mike Webb, Mick Webb's always been my, um, since I'd run Oscar a couple of times about four years ago, he's always been my crew chief, but Les Moore's my brother's crew chief, and um, he does most, most of the engineering to, for the cars, so they're going to be in his workshop, but Les and Mick have, Mick's working for Les now, so they're both in the one workshop. That's going to help things. And to answer the other question, the main reason I bought the team is... Um, because I did want to run a car at Bathurst, and I needed a bit of equipment myself to make up for what my brother didn't have to have the two two car team. You know, he's got two cars, so um, I have sold the transporter, John Moltzed Six Transporter, and the other drive car. It's gone as well, and this car that I've, I am driving at Bathurst is going to be uh, for sale after Bathurst, and I'm going to drive my other my brother's car after that for the rest of the season when it comes back from America. So there's obviously going to be a bit of rivalry, even though it's, it's in the workshop. Your brother's won, a, won a, a couple of races. You'd like to win a race. Well, I think uh, on, the, on the Thunderdome itself, there's not really a lot of rivalry. Dean does an exceptional job at the Thunderdome. He's been racing there for six or seven years, from HQs to Cars, and now he's stepped up the NASCAR and doing a, a fantastic job. I've had uh, two races in a NASCAR, and I'm still getting the hang of it, and, you know, I just... I believe I'm a better flat track driver than I, than I am on a Thunderdome. When it comes to the uh, to Bathurst, there'll definitely be the rivalry there. Have you done much road racing before? Yeah, I've, I, in fact, I started road racing with, um, in 1986, and I did the Gemini Series here in Brisbane. I won the Laser Series uh, Drive at the Europe Series in 1987, 1988, and went over there. Did about three or four months racing over there, and... Uh, down at all, you know, it, it's just, uh, it's all or nothing if we go to Europe. So I come back and, and just started my own business. Took on the Speedway and uh, picking up a national title in the sprint cars is no mean feat. No, sprint cars, they, they are definitely um, uh, just the most exciting sport. Um, NASCARs to drive, it, 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 people ask me which is the hardest to drive a sprint car or a NASCAR. And it might sound a bit funny, sprint car can be a little bit forgiving with the wall, where a NASCAR, if you make one little mistake, you hit that wall and there's just there's no forgiveness there. I know that one thing, and I'll, uh, I'll put this to you, Todd, you've got a lot more experience than me, but uh, running the speed car, and no doubt a sprint car is the same sort of sensation, you throw it into the corner to wash off the speed. My first time going around the Thunderdome, it, it blew me away just how much you had to jump on the binders to pull the thing up so you could make the entrance into the corner. Yeah, it, it, it blew me away too, Craig. What happened is that the first time I ever went out there, like I'm driving around and Terry Wyhoon took me out in my brother's car because he couldn't come down. And I couldn't believe how fast you were at the end of the straight and you had to get on the brakes and the track at Calder is a little bit uh, rough in the corners, just in the entrance of the corners. And it definitely, if you don't get in there right, it definitely unsettles the car. And it doesn't matter how much you see it on videos or even when you see it, Besides that, I sat in the grandstand in there and just watched cars go around, and you can't really see it. But when you're in the car, it just, you know, it, it, 
it dramatizes the whole factor a hundred percent. You know, you just it's unbelievable how as a little bump make a big difference, you know. Mm. But so, um what about your goals? Have you got any realistic goals for this season? I've got a really busy series, uh, season this year. I've got a, a drive here in a sprint car um with the uh, John Kelly and Bob Kelly team. Uh so I've got about fifteen races up here as well as um the NASCAR, as well as uh, Peter Johnson in Sydney. He's got the ex-Freddie Raymer uh, car that I've got about 10 races. Just the big, I'm going to do a couple of big races in that, as well as a few of the, you know, like the New South Wales title. So it'll probably be around about 10 races in that car as well. And we look like, when they're still negotiating a level one touring car drive at the moment, that um, we'll probably know in the next two or three weeks. Sounds like you've got enough plenty on your hands. I won't have time to work. Well, of course, uh, your first focus is two weeks' time at Bathurst. Now, uh, how do you think these NASCARs are going to handle the longer distance? I'm sure they went, I think, 10 laps uh, last time they were there for the Shell Australian Touring Car round. How do you think uh, you're going to find it on the, uh, uh, on the flat track that's a big hill? I think it's going to be terrific because this is what the, these cars... But they're only like four seconds a lap slower than a, than a touring car. I believe they're going to do the... the the uh, two fourteen fives or something. You're going to have to be doing the two fourteen fives, two fifteen to be the competitive, and they're they're going to be super fast up the hills and super fast down the hills. And the Goodyear tyres aren't going to be that bad. I, uh, the the whisper is the tyres they got coming out are, are pretty exceptional tyres. So I I think it's going to be, I think they'll go better than people think they will. Well, um, Todd, they're focusing on the fact that that these cars are big and heavy, and they're going to take a lot more brakes to pull them up. About this, I mean. What are your thoughts there in regards to the brakes and stuff? Yeah, well, I think it's definitely going to be... Like, we, we've, we've got um, our brake brake technology. We're, with what it is today, we've got it pretty much sorted out. But the brake factor is definitely going to be one of the telling factors of, of racing at Bathurst. But I think if you just take your time and and be conscious of that factor, I think we'll be able to get, we're going to be able to get through it. For more Australian motorsport news, choose the newspaper with the most motorsport news. For subscription details, email msnews at corplink.com.au. Motorsport News, proud partners of Inside Motorsport. Jeff Brabham, 12 months on from your victory at the AMP 1000. Unfortunately, you're not getting an opportunity to defend your title this year with BMW's, uh, BMW Australia's non-involvement in the event. Um, yeah, that's... That's the way it is, I'm afraid. Um, it's a little disappointing, obviously, but, um, you know, we've been working on a couple of things over the last couple of months, but unfortunately um, nothing's really, um, uh, you know, happened, and um, so it looks like um, I'm going to uh, not be participating, which is a real shame. The, there is a lot of BMWs coming over to run in the Schedule S part of the series, and in fact, I heard talks that you were actually looking at running in the Schedule S in New Zealand, where BMW still do support it. Um, well, I raced um, a couple of weeks ago over there um, for BMW New Zealand with Lyle Williamson with the same cars that I think they're going to bring to Bathurst. Um, there, there were some uh, questions about uh, whether I'd want to do Bathurst or not with them, but I, as of this stage, I haven't heard anything back from them. So uh, nothing really I can comment on at this stage. All right. What about uh, Bathurst with you not being in it this year? It does give you a unique position where you can actually have a look at the event and the build-up to the event and uh, perhaps comment on it, whereas if you're involved in the event, you probably can't, uh, you wouldn't see it in the same light. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think if you're involved with it, you're probably um, a lot more aware of what's going on um, than than in my position. I mean, right now, uh, you know, because I sort of felt like I wasn't going to be competing in it, um, you know, I'm not exactly the world's best um, spectator when it comes to, to races where I'm not in it. So, um, you know, I'm probably not quite as up on what, what the lead-up is and how everything's going uh, at this stage than I would be if I was participating in it. Twelve months on, do you feel like anything has changed after winning Bathurst last year, or is it really just another race? Um, well, I think it's, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, sure, it's just, just a race, but it's also, you know, Australia's most important race. Uh, you know, any race at Bathurst is very important as far as really um, not only the, the people inside racing, but, but the average, um, you know, enthusiast who, who really doesn't, watch too many races um, they always watch Bathurst so if you do well there or win the race there uh, it certainly raises your profile a little bit and uh, you know, certainly that happened to, um, to my brother and I as far as Australians was concerned uh, you know, after our win last year. Thanks very much Jeff for your time this evening and uh, we wish you all the best. Are you going to go to the AMP 1000? Um, well to be honest with you if I'm not racing no <laughs> as I said I, um, I, I think I've watched it on TV a little bit and uh, kind of wish I was there. You know, right now I just watch it on TV and won't feed up and uh, uh, see what happens, like everyone else. And you can join everyone else in saying, gee, you did that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very easy when you're not sitting in the driver's seat, that's for sure. To contact Inside Motorsport, please send email to ravel at spirit.com.au. Thanks for being with us. Don't forget the internet address, www.ravel.com.au forward slash IMS. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media in the studios of Triple SFM Canberra via Comrade Sat with the support of the Community Broadcasting Association of Australia.